When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I spent four years in San Francisco. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. For all the first round losers in the tournament. When did the tramp first, or I guess the tournament has to be over first? Yeah, it's true. This is Joshua's biggest hit, wasn't it? It's definitely a big hit. It's a nice little song. Wow, you want to like slow dance or something? No, I'm just ready to curl up in bed. (laughs) I really am just. I shouldn't be as upset. Why? You love your team. It's cool to it's cool to care about things, dude. What was it? Last year, they made it past the first round, but it was like that battle between Tennessee Tech. They were like a 14 <laughs> seed, and we barely beat them. Can't overlook the kids from Tennessee Tech. They had Can't one. Can't look them in the eye. God, they know. had one guy that transferred to a big time program. I forgot, but yeah, like just every year, I just want another Sweet 16 Elite Eight appearance. Not asking for much. Well, no matter how far you go, you're going to be frustrated that they didn't win the ne- that next game. Right, of course. 67 teams leave with tears in their eyes. Right. So far, not the Tigers, though. No. Hmm. Uh, this is the Appliance Discounters 8 o'clock hour on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Darren the Plowhawk Atkins on the ones and twos. I'm Action Jackson. It's a little three-man weave action today, a little three-on-three uh, Tim is uh, out today, planned, and uh, Iggy is out ill. So uh, it's just the three of us. But hey, get involved with the program. Text on in 314-881-TMA5, uh, youtube.com slash TMASTL. Hey, guys, you guys ever eat iguana? That's from Nate in Tallahassee. You ever had iguana? Sounds. Have I ever eaten a lizard? Is that what the question is? Have I eaten an iguana? Doug, I'm guessing no for you. No. I've had gator. I've, I've had, had gator. gator. Chunks, yeah, yeah. Is that, good. I, I I don't know if I'm eating the snoot or the tail. Are you talking? About, I assume ha, tail. Have you had gator bites from Broadway Oyster Bar? Is that what you're talking about? I haven't had a That's Broadway, Broadway had a Oyster Bar. I've had them fire else. dip is fire. Is you it? really like them. When I was at Soy, um, in Jamaica, in Jamaica, right before it was right before like the end. It was Tuesday night, that end of the like end of the trip party yeah, that right, we right. had or last Iggy. night. Yeah, so we went to Soy beforehand. 
and eating there and saw a couple radio guys there as well that were doing, I forgot which sure. outlet they were from. Sure, sure. Um, so kind of friendly, and he said, hey, I have one octopus tentacle left. Would you like oh. it? <laughs> octopus is good. But it oh. wasn't like Olive and Oak, which I've heard is, has amazing octopus, have yet to try it there, need to. It's just a long, this stringy was, leg. No, this was raw octopus tentacle, like one of the actual suction, suction tentacles. Yeah. Oh. So it wasn't like long, more like fl- like flat like you know like a cookie wouldn't the suction get stuck to the roof of your mouth it was i i I guess when you take it off of the arm that suction disappears was not suction it was interesting but i'm down to try almost anything but that's basically what calamari is right that's squid yeah up to a point i I i'm not familiar with what calamari is this one just Kinda, it looked kind of like sushi, but it was clearly an octopus tentacle, oh. and it was pretty good. Shark tastes like chicken, but still has the mouthfeel of fish. Tasty stuff. That's from Suckboy Tony of Seward. <laughs> I've had shark too. Yeah, I had fresh had shark, shark like in chunks. Florida. Pretty good. That's why I love like being at places near the water. I love the restaurants that don't really have a set menu. They have. Like it's a rotating seasonal menu, bro. They have like fishermen that they you know hire privately, and whatever they catch that morning, that's the menu. Yeah, that's amazing. I freaking love that. You like that? I love that. It's a mix. It's always fresh. I talked to a guy down there Very one jealous. year who who was one of the fishermen. He'd get up at three in the morning and go fishing right off the coast. And whatever he caught, then he'd bring into the restaurants, and they'd pay him for it. You're literally done at 10 a.m. because you you go in and sell your your yeah. whatever you know whatever restaurant or you know maybe a grocery store that wanted it. Yeah. Unpack it, clean your boat, call it a day. You're done at noon. Iguana is tough to cook. One second too long, it's tough as wood. One second too soon, you're basically poisoning yourself. As, oh. a, as iguanas take over South Florida, we'll see more recipes pop up. I don't, Nate I don't know that that's true. Tallahassee. It's good has, information though. It has to be tough. That outer... Are you so desperate for food that you're eating lizards? I would be if I'm, like, trying to survive on an island. But you're not. And that'll never happen. You'll never be stuck on a deserted island to have to eat lizard. It's not going to happen at any point in your life. Oh, you never know that. Hey, Doug, will you eat my lizard? It's from the Millennial. The son of a sack, yeah. <laughs> Today's show is like the Three Stooges. If both Larry and Curly were out and Moe was stuck with Shemp and Joe Besser. Mm. Uh, just busting balls. Love you guys. Now, Joe Besser was not funny. The other <laughs> Stooges were all great. But Joe Besser stepped in. He didn't have it. Typically, we're not nervous when Tim and Iggy are gone. It really does happen. This is very rare. We have three guys. after hearing about the talking time percentages... Coming in here, I'm like, oh man, yeah. we're the three bottom dogs. Sure, we well, are. Well, and that's that's we're Missouri. Missouri is not a, a metrics darling. We're not we a Kempom favorite. The net rankings don't like us. The talk percentage doesn't like us. But that's how you overcome adversity. Mm. Here's Dennis Gates talking about uh, how they weren't supposed to be there yesterday. And now people have questions. Plaza, it's called Gates questions. Oh, oh yeah, I, right. I, I got it. Hit the Anyone lead. else who has not had a chance to ask a question? Man, we got a lot of questions now. We wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> they said they said we was losing today. No. So they got questions. Okay. They got questions. Let's go. Ask some more questions. Man. Love. Love. Bring it on. Everybody Pundits. says that. Yeah. Nobody it, respected us. Right. Nobody thought we'd be here. And it is kind of, I, I, I'm with well, you. That one's actually were, real. They were betting. They were the underdogs in the game. Yeah. And a lot of the experts, like, it, it was like the... The very sharp experts were like, yeah, Utah State might roll Mizzou. And so. Well, then they're not that sharp. 
Yeah. <laughs> because you couldn't look at that team and think, boy, that's a really good Utah State team. Yeah, I, I typically don't like coaching going, you know, we, we were picked this. But they were picked terribly low in the SEC. They were picked by a lot of people to lose yesterday. And it's not like it's Georgia football where they're reloading five-star recruits after like an 11-win season going, oh, they, these guys said we would win seven games. There was not one person in the world that thought Georgia football was going to win seven football games. <laughs> so, like, I, I hate that false narrative. Oh, nobody believed in us. What do you mean? You have 18 five-stars that are starting for you mm-hmm. and another 10 of them that are on the sidelines waiting to get in. Right. Here's how Dennis Gates addressed his team uh, following the victory over Utah State. Oh, let's hear that. Hit the lever, please. What do we got, Close speech it. or comments? Speech. Oh, man, I would have messed that up so oh, hardcore, Doug. No. Be prepared and be ready. Be prepared and be ready, okay? Trago Million, this one was for you, baby. Yeah, Guys, continue to build what we got to build, all right? One one game at a time, one one minute at a time, one half at a time, one second at a time, right? At the end of the day, nobody selected us to win this game, but the people in this room. Continue to leave no doubt. And at the end of the day, when it comes down to respect, you do what? Take it! Let's go, let's go, man. Put that in the video. Why was this one from Gomillion? Because he didn't play? He didn't play. Um, he, uh, Cleveland State guy with Dennis Gates. Uh, they did a really good video. I suggest people watch it. I think it's probably on both the Mizzou Hoops Instagram and Twitter about what Trey Gomillion means to this team and uh, him and Dennis Gates' relationship, how Gomillion wasn't going to go D1, how no one really well, wanted him, but Dennis Gates took a chance on him, and how important of a glue guy he's been throughout Dennis Gates' whole career. And it's a, it's a really interesting and cool story. And Go Million's been sidelined in and out with a groin injury for most of the second half of the season. But um, hopefully he can come. Because when he comes in and plays, like I'm, I don't know his plus minus off the top of my head, but I assume it's pretty good. He is a, is a good glue, guys. Uh, Would you ever miss work as a radio guy due to a groin injury? Oh, I do all the time. Plus, did you have hemorrhoids one time and came in? Oh, yeah, I'm with him. Dude, I come in all the time with catastrophic injuries. <laughs> I, I think hemorrhoids would be my, like, that's, like, number one on something I don't want and have to sit down for radio. Oh, oh I've had hemorrhoids. I've had it all. Oh, yeah. Oh. And you played right through it. I'm a team player. It, it's hard for me to, at four in the morning, one, figure out who I would text, and two, yeah. feel comfortable going back to bed after sending a random person a text saying, hey, you got it. <laughs> you can step in. Yeah. I can't do that. Spot. I would never be able to like sleep or think. I, all I'd think about is the show and if it went on correctly. So. Well, what's the I worst typically... injury you've played with? Oh, probably hemorrhoids. Yeah, I'd have to think. <laughs> what would even come close? Did it hurt? I, I had uh, like a dead tooth. Oh, that would be I remember, too. and I yeah. just had extreme tooth pain, oh, which yeah. is I hate talking pain. on radio and being like trying to act like you care. No offense, guys, probably <sighs> didn't care at the time. Oh, uh, about whatever take you had, um, that is the hardest for sure. So, but hemorrhoids, I'm sitting, so that's a battle. Could right. you stand up, adjust the mic, so you could stand up and then get then the hemorrhoids it? would be the focal point of the entire show. Sure, you got to pick your battles, <laughs> and I'd rather you get a play in pain. Some, hemorrhoid donut of some sort. <laughs> no, again, I think that would be brought oh. up on the show. You just got to act like nothing's wrong. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. Uh, the tooth pain is like the worst because, like more like sometimes you have a sore ankle, sore knee, sore shoulders. Like it's kind of understandable to have pain in those joint areas. But when you have tooth pain where your teeth never ever hurt, you never yeah. think about your teeth. 
and it suddenly starts hurting, it's all you think about. Yeah. Well, sure. there's a lot of blood. That's the problem. That's why, like, at night, if you have a toothache, don't lay down. Sleep sitting up. Because once you lay down, all the blood goes to your um, gums and to your head, and that pumps, and that makes the pain even worse. Really? So you want to keep the blood, like, you know, you want to have it flow down, and so it's not, like, pulsating. That's how you get pulsating is, like— Maybe that's why my mouth blood, is bleeding Yeah, all the blood so goes to one area. But if you, like, have a pillow at your back, and that, sometimes you've got to—I know it's not comfortable, but sleep kind of— I can't sitting sleep up. sitting up. It, it's hard, but when you're in severe pain and that eliminates it, take one for the team. No doubt. Um, Don't you wonder how much people must have suffered— a hundred years oh, ago, two hundred years them ago, out, with, right? They just pull I them guess. out. Like they'll give with, you like a bottle of whiskey, say hammer half of this, and then yeah, with no anesthesia it. or anything. I don't get that at all. And I'm sure they did. They weren't doing braces, and so your teeth were crooked and messed up and hurt and yeah, sore. All Everybody's soft. on the same page, though. It's not like, oh, look at your teeth. It's like, yeah, well, look at yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, too. Nobody's making fun of anybody. Or no. like, if we were to go back in a time machine to like 1850, would the first thing we notice be the smell? I feel like, oh. be like that would just hit you right over the head. Yeah, probably. Dude, cities, but they don't know any better. They've all stunk. But if you shower or bathed once a month and there was no deodorant, I would assume well, everyone's uh, no laundry. I assume you just stunk. There was a point where cities were built. Granted, there were, um, like, dirt roads. This is way back. But before, like, trash pickup, sewage, yeah. you have trash thing on the f- side of the road for weeks, and you have people dumping poop buckets yeah. like out like their third floor balcony, right. just on the freaking curb. And horse poop, probably. Horse, like, just too. imagine like all of those smells. People aren't showering. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, gotta be awful. Well, what do you think oh. they'll say two hundred years from now? They'll say, "Can you imagine going back to twenty twenty three? Yeah. <clears throat> what would be the horrible thing that they would notice? Humans, uh, hmm. probably <laughs> maybe air quality. Like they would just be like, see, like, like I see all the time, like cars with the exhaust going, and it's just like you, like in traffic, and there's a billowing <laughs> exhaust smoke. Like I think that that would be because I assume electric electric cars will be the in like a hundred years, it'll all be electric stuff. Yeah. So, oh, how yeah. wasteful we are! Because I'm sure in a hundred years to be like more of a minimalist society, probably. and just how much crap. We never use how much food we have go to waste. Like it's, it's a huge thing. So I bet that might be one of them too. So we have to get smarter, yeah. right? Please tell me and we hit be rock saying, bottom in education at this point. I'm sure they'll be saying, "I can't believe what these people died from." Jeez, right. they died of cancer, right? Kidney, cancer, yeah. Heart disease, sure. really? We just gotta put a new one in. Yeah, because I guess 150 years ago. They probably wouldn't think, man, they're probably going to make fun of us that we died of extreme diarrhea. Yeah. And now it's like, mm-hmm. I have diarrhea in the morning, and you're coming into work, yeah. team player. Hemorrhoid, <laughs> you play right through. <laughs> Cletus just texted me in, uh, in regard to what the uh, what people in 100 years would be freaked out that we did, and uh, he texted me, piss-soaked girdles. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, girdles in there. general, they're like, this is supposed to help back pain? Piss and wine soaked. <laughs> warm, warm wine. What the F are you bums talking about? Where is Tim? Oh. That's from Aunt Peg. Tim okay. is out today. Yeah. Iggy is also out today. But it's a thrill of three-man weave. But, hey, I'll let you hear a little bit of Tim right now because I want to hear a little bit about Munganast St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Munganast St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, the 7 o'clock hour sponsor on the Ryan Kelly morning after and also our sponsor on the Munganast Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown and all of us on TMA Love. 
people at Munganass and the partnership we have with Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And for our listeners, there is a secret phone number. The secret phone number is 314-252-0029. That's 314-252-0029. You can call or text Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, or Peter Munganast and ask any questions or make any requests you would like to deal with the best. And the best is stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. They service all makes and models, regardless if you bought from them. It's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. That's St. Louis Acura. Doug, you're whipping the Munganast car, aren't you? I am indeed from Alton Toyota. Yeah, that that Highlander that I just absolutely love. Yeah, I, I drove a, a hybrid Highlander. They gave me once. That was fantastic. Probably silent. Right, was driving around. silent. Yeah, I was getting like forty five miles a gallon. Oh my god, is yeah. that the best? Isn't it the best when you don't have to like keep refill? Like if you can make a tank of gas last two weeks. Oh, it is. Yeah, greatest feeling yeah, yeah, of all yeah, time. Great. Yeah, I love those Highlanders. My dad heard you talking about it so much. He went straight to the Muckety Mucks. And oh, he got did himself a Highlander himself. I bet he loves it. Oh. He's head over heels in love with it. Yeah, he really enjoys whipping that that car. Take a kidney stone on for a size as far as pain goes. No comparison. I have had eight. Thanks. It's from Mr. Smith. Yeah, they're uh, oh, I, eight I think kidney stones, cranberry can, juice. You can get them a lot, just but it's mostly hereditary. I, I for like the two, three, four, five times having them. I think that's hereditary. Now, oh. one, anybody I think can really get them. I think, what are their calcium-filled? Yeah, I think so. It's, yeah. yeah, there's some calcifies inside. But I mean, I, I, had I, one of those. I drink one soda, two sodas a day sometimes, most likely just one, and that's supposed to be really bad. I also drink a lot of water with it. Yeah. But if my parents or dad had one, like a history of kidney stones, I would assume I've had three already. But the fact that my, I don't think my dad has had one, I think part of it is hereditary. But part of it is, oh, I think, I'm diet sure, as well. And yeah, uh, the amount of water, for sure, is the key. Maybe it's caused by swinging. Well, Mr. Smith is a swinger, right? I wouldn't think swinging would cause... No. God, no. that'd be so funny if a doctor goes, how much swinging? And be honest with me, have you done this month? <laughs> I always give a bottle of cranberry juice in the uh, fridge and take a swig out of it at least once a day to avoid kidney stones because I've heard about kidney stone stories and yeah. it sounds about like the worst th- thing ever humanly possible. So I'm yeah. doing everything to avoid doing that. I think they have something that eliminates the stone, but it's also a shot. They I don't can know laser. They... I think they can laser it out. Yeah, I think they but break that, it but up but all, I don't want. I don't want lasers down there. I don't want to have to pass it. I just don't want to have to deal with it. I don't yeah. mind lasers. I'm, I mind Ugh. the amount of money I'm going to spend on the lasers. Well, hopefully like, your insurance will pick that up. For laser kidney stone removal? Sure. Okay. Why wouldn't it? I, I mean, it's not I cosmetic surgery. Right. It's not like you're getting. Is a it invasive? Job. It seems invasive. If, I wouldn't I think you'd like, even feel it if it's a laser. Is that, going, uh, up to me, that's invasive. I'm yeah. dropping my trowel <laughs> and you're getting up in my junk to get a stone out of there. As if it's like some mission in Harry Potter game. I don't know if they do that. They, they may I mean, do it through I, your I, kidneys. I, it, it, it might go through your kidneys. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. If they, yeah. Hold on, Oof, man, just thinking about it. I mean, I, I've had most of my boys who've had it past them, and that sounds miserable. I had some inv- some rather invasive procedures when I was in the hospital. I mean, as, as invasive as you could possibly get. But in the moment, you just deal with it. Right. Whatever it takes. Like you in just terms deal with of, it. like, afterwards, you're like, should I give this guy my number? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
the pain is the pain of kidney stones has been compared to childbirth. This is coming from a nurse who's had both. That's from uh, Smitty. Mm. I, I guess, I guess child, childbirth, but it's very short term. Like I remember, I was around my. I lived with a buddy that had it, and it was like he was screaming at like two a.m. because it just started. Yeah, like literally fetal position, like rocking. But once you, I guess, once you get some fluids in you, so once you get to the hospital, I guess the pain maybe subdues a little bit, but still. I heard that initial pain is unreal. Really? And I've seen it firsthand that looked terrible. Well, we don't need any of that. No. So is lasers just dumb speak for general science that we don't understand? <laughs> because they definitely use sound waves, not some sort of intergalactic piercing light. Mm-hmm. That's from Arbor Day. Yeah, could you imagine everybody putting on a welding mask? <laughs> All right, like, get this bitch. I imagine, like, the Death Star blowing up uh, Princess Leia's planet. That's what they used and just blasted out of there. Well, that's probably a little bit off in the future. I had a friend in high school whose dad ate a jar of Tums each week, and he had a kidney stone the size of a baseball. Oh! Uh, that's from Suckboy Tony of Seward. Yeah, it's like my worst nightmare. Why are you eating so many Tums? You're just constantly eating chili all day, and you have to have the Tums? Yeah, I've never had a Tums. you never had I, it? I kind of have a cast iron stomach. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I do too, but I usually do like the dissolvable antacids if I do have like any. Like... Cup, that feels so like, that feels so 80s and 90s. Oh, mm-hmm. bloop. Alka-Seltzer or something like that. Don't make the sound effect. <laughs> or like drinking the pink Pepto-Bismol. Like, I, they make Tums. Like, they make I don't tums. ever do that. Stuff. Pepto's legit, though, because you can you can feel it casing your stomach lining. That's when you know it works. You Does can feel it. It doesn't taste great. I, I wouldn't say it tastes like horrible. It's better than, like, Robitussin. Once you get out that, what is it, City Red Robitussin? God bless America. Mm. Oh, that is that is definitely pure city red. Speaking of city red, so we're gonna so Saturday, Doug. Tomorrow we have Missouri Tigers tipping off at five ten p. Week. Battle Hawks kicking off at six p. I'll be there representing. And then the dogs kicking off at seven thirty p. Huh. I mean that's kind of working out. I mean if you're I guess if you're going to the Battle Hawks game. You'll probably miss most of the Tiger game. Right. And if you're going to the Dogs game, you might miss, like, the last 15, 10 minutes of the uh, Tiger game. The zoo game, yeah. But you can kind of, if you're watching at home, it's kind of perfect because you can switch back and forth with the Battle Hawks and the, um, and the Tigers. And then once those, and you can, once the Tiger game's over, you switch to the Dogs game, watch both the Dogs and Battle Hawks. But I ask again, if you're in the text inbox, text on into the Engineer Design Facilities text on inbox, what you'll be... Because everyone, I, I know people say, like, they'll switch around. But, like, what will you mostly be watching? Because now that Missouri's playing Princeton, I don't know if that changes. Had they been playing Arizona? I don't know where people are. So text on in. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
Uh, in the meantime, I would like to hear about our text inbox sponsor, of course, that is Engineered Design Facilities. If you have visibility to your company or place of business's commercial fire alarm panel and system, please email us at fire at edf-rg.com. And Engineered Design Facilities will have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com. The official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full service vendor for licensed and certified professional servicing, monitoring and testing for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements and construction, security access and monitoring services. It's engineered design facilities online at edf-rg.com. Uh, Scott Trinkled Ballsack saying WBC USA versus Venezuela at 6 p.m. as well. Uh, Big Don Johnson, here's the lineup. You go UFC until tip-off of Mizzou, then you flip to the Battle Hawks at halftime, then finish Mizzou, and then tie one off with the Doggies. That's from mm. Big Don Johnson. I'll be watching Missouri and Dennis Gates. Uh, Ray King says, I'm going to the Dogs game. Woof, woof. Doug, let me sniff your butt. Hey! Um... At the Battle Dome, baby tailgating with all the other Battle Hawk crazies. It's almost going to be too cold to tailgate, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I couldn't tailgate for let's several see the, hours. Uh, let's see let's say wind chill could be could be like in the teens or so. Let's take a look on. That sounds tough. Yeah. Let's take a look at the weather for tomorrow's uh, Doug. That's the 18th of March. Mm, yeah, sure it is. Uh, let's see. No, take your time, weather app. Uh, tomorrow we have a low of 22 degrees uh, with plenty of wind and a high, Doug. Don't worry, it's a high of 34. Right. So it can peak at 34 tomorrow. So if you're standing outside at night tailgating before a nighttime football game, yeah, 25 and the wind and is windy. blowing and it's 25 degrees, it's going to be freezing. You know, there's not going to be much tailgating going on. I can't imagine, but man, people are. Cra- I mean, at the Bills games, they're tailgating no matter the weather. So. And I think the Bills' atmosphere is kind of similar in a way to what the Battlehawks are doing right now. You're talking about Buffalo Bills or St. Louis Billikens? Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah but that's kind of a whole culture thing. They're, they're right. used to it up there. Right. But, hey, but maybe people will try to establish a culture here. I, if there are people, a lot of people tailgating, you know, all the power to you. I'm a Ravioli Boys and Battlehawks season ticket member. Choose the Beehawks for tomorrow. The Battle Dome will be nice and hot when it's 20 degrees outside. It's from the suck boy Tony of Sular. Yeah. It'll be a lot more comfortable at the Dome, for the sure. The Dome better have some NCAA tournament games on now. Like where? On the scoreboard? Where are they going to put it? They won't. They have TVs by the concessions. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll do that. I haven't been to the Dome since the great Ram era. Oh, it's a great building. <laughs> where losers definitely have fun there. Mm. Well, it's going to be a cold, cold soccer game, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's the thing. Is like I was kind of talking about this on Balloon Party yesterday. Um... If you're a dog season ticket holder and you have tickets for every home game, it's going to be 20 degrees outside with wind and you have NCAA tournament going on and the Battle Hawks going on. You can still watch the dogs on television. Yeah. And you know you have all these tickets where it's going to be, you know, in the 70s and 80s for the rest of the season because they mostly play at night. Wouldn't this be the one? Be like, eh, I might skip this one. I, I know, know that they're at the top of the table, right? And I don't know, take tables. <laughs> and I know that oh, things God, are going yes. well for the dogs, but maybe this is the game where I, you know, sell my tickets 
you know, try to get my money back and hang out at home. I feel like that's going to be a lot of people's Could thoughts. Be. But if you're all, not real hardcore, right? I'm sure there's a lot of people that wouldn't miss it, no matter what the weather's sure, like. Sure, sure. I think that's especially plenty. Only the second game, still undefeated, still very much into it in a big way. So, I, I expect the place will be packed. I kind of hope so. I hope people don't give up on them the first time it, <laughs> the weather gets sour. Because it's going to happen every year. Yeah. You play this time of year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this means. Hey, old man, the Battlehawk game is at 6. That is not the night. Maybe for you, who goes to bed at 7. That's from Mr. Bojangles. Yeah. Well, 6 is the evening, right? Like six e- is the technical evening. term, yeah. evening night is night. It's a night game. I mean, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll be at the dogs games with my season tickets. No twink in my DNA. That's from 314. Hey, I mean, God bless. Yeah, I think I, most will show up. I have a lot of respect for, for those who are passionate about it and will show up and make a, another great atmosphere for the Dogs' second home game. I'm just saying, like, me personally, like, if I was a season ticket holder, I might pass on this game. And I know that now will make me anti-soccer guy. Yeah. But that is uh, kind of how I feel about it. I will definitely be watching Missouri-Princeton because Mizzou is very likely to win. And the coaching battle between Gates and I have always a bad time pronouncing the Princeton coach's name. Car, car, Kirill, 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 Kirill. I think that was the old guy that's been gone for years. They got a young guy as the coach there now, right? But Kirill is the name that was like the famous coach, wasn't it? Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. Oh, well, just get close. But I don't like, and and again, like Missouri should be favored against Princeton, but to say that, oh, Missouri will most likely win. They just beat the number two seed, Arizona, who Mm -hmm. just beat UCLA. Who is also a two or three seed, correct? They're a two seed. And the NCAA tournament. So, like, yeah. I know Princeton on paper, yeah, it should be a pretty nice, easy win. But these teams, man, take that momentum and roll with it. St. Peter's on paper should have got rolled by 20 in every game they played. Yeah. But, it, I, the, I mean, it's just something it's, it's about mar- the NCAA March, tournament. So, right. Well, there's no such thing as an easy win in March. Like, you're going to have to grind in out March, every yes. single win unless you're a one versus 16 seed and we've seen how that has turned out when people overlook them so i'm not overlooking these princeton tigers coached by mitch henderson now doug yeah Kirill. you can pronounce henderson i got that one mitch henderson right. yeah I, I like mitch henderson a lot he, he he showed a lot yesterday and i thought that i don't know i just i i liked watching princeton yesterday like i enjoyed and obviously i was rooting for them but you know, at the same time, I was like, "Man, these guys are you know pretty good." They do have a big guy who's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They so. have a couple of dudes who are. I mean, Arizona has two like seven footers, right? Like they have a ridiculous. Arizona has Bialo, Bialo and uh, Tavellis. Tavellis, of course, an All American, and they are monsters. On top of Courtney Ramey from Webster Groves. Yeah. And, Poor him, man. You see his reaction after that. Yeah, I know. He had a shot too late and missed it. It was a super contested shot. But what do you do if you're seven foot two and your college basketball season? career ends and you're not an NBA player Go or a professional player. Then you got to live the rest of your life struggling to get in and oh, out of yeah. cars and find clothes. And, and working at like a car dealership yeah. or something. Yeah. And everywhere you go, people say, so who'd you play for? Right. No. How's the weather up there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I would, I, if you're seven foot two and played at high level division one basketball, you're probably playing either in the NBA or overseas, like for a good amount of while. Imagine like, being Courtney Ramey. You know, Texas was kind of struggling there. He was a good player Oh, there. he's a good player for Texas. Oh, no, he he's really good. Teams. But I, I meant just teams. watching the team he just transferred out of now having a, you know, first-round win, still in the tournament, and the team he transferred to just lost to a 15 seed, yeah. and you're out. Like, that's got to be pretty demoralizing. Yeah. And I love yeah. Courtney Ramey. I, I, I thought he made the right decision going to Texas. He kind of wanted to pave, you know, pave his own way. Well, I kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, you look at the landscape when— 
Courtney was not the, yeah. committing to play at Missouri. Was it Shaka? Was Shaka was the was coach. he the coach at the time? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Jackson, do you think Trey Gamillion plays on Saturday? If so, that intangibles he can bring to the squad. Uh, Jen Thompson. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Gamillion's been day to day for like weeks now, so I can't say one way or the other. But yeah, he brings a lot to the table. I think that the X factor with Missouri that like teams haven't yet figured out really some teams have but Kobe Brown like that's the that's the difference when Mizzou wins it's usually because Kobe Brown played really really well because mm-hmm. when he commands a double team like if Princeton starts out doubling Kobe that I'm excited because that opens up lanes for shooters it opens up a lot of things when you start doubling him and if you don't you're on island with him at 68250 with lightning quick feet a really good ability to finish around the rim and a guy who can stretch the floor he is uh, a, a big problem. And that's why, like, he, he might not be an NBA player. He might be. He might be a G League player. But when you're that big and that fast with the skills he has, a lot of teams could use your services. He could play for somebody in the NFL, too, you would think. <laughs> right, 6'8", 250. Wouldn't like he be that? a pretty good defensive end? Tight end, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he would be, uh, he would be a problem anywhere. Uh, Battlehawks game is way important way more important than the dogs game sorry soccer boys that's from 618 why is it more important are either of them important and i'm happy for both but what you're talking about an eight team league and four of them make the playoffs a little too early to get excited about any of that i love the battle hawks i can't wait to go on saturday and you're talking about what the fourth game of a 38 game season or whatever it is There, there, nothing is important about either one of these games, <laughs> but they are going to be fun, and the city will be rocking, and that's mm. awesome. But uh, the importance level isn't there. I don't think. Hey guys, any tips to get warm at the dogs game besides urina- urinating on each other in the men's room? That's from Mr. Fong, the owner. Well, it should be seventy-two show. degrees in there. Well, that's Iggy's kind of forte. Dogs game, not Battlehawks. Oh, dogs game. Uh, well, I not going helps. I think. Well, if people are standing up and jumping and yelling and screaming and packed in there tightly, that'll help. Yeah, when it's standing room only, you can get really close to somebody because you don't have armrests in the way. I bet that's one thing they'll have figured out a couple hundred years from now is how to warm up a stadium like that. Yeah, yeah. They know how to warm up the field. Like, they can warm yeah. up the field, but it's kind of tough. Giant oh, heat lamps hovering above the oh, yeah, stadium. They know, they know how to keep the player warm. The fans are peasants, though. Maybe the, maybe the heat should come from your feet. You know, they have vents yeah. down below, so the heat rises and warms you up. What about the Chick-fil-A heaters? Oh, those are incredible. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those, those are insane. And you could have those just dangling like over driving the range heaters. Oh, yeah, though, they're one. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, guys, Battlehawks only play four home games, so by far it's more important. That's from the 618. Same guy texted in. It's more team. rare. Right. Whether it's more important, I don't know. I think we need to stop using the I word. But I agree, only four home games you got to respect mm. and enjoy every one of what them. What kind of crowd are they looking for on this one? I think 35, 38,000, I think, was oh. the uh, estimated, but you never know. Well, I'll that'd be, be nice if they can get that many. So pumped. Skin on skin contact is the best way to stay warm. It's not gay, it's science. It's from the total package. Uh, you're not going to want to go. You imagine there's a whole it's... row with like a pile of clothes and everybody is just. <laughs> Naked and like a centipede oh. form. Just ah, like, yeah. and conga a line. Game? Just, <laughs> Why is there a conga? <laughs> well, that's how it is. Oh. They're just huddled next to each other. So what they do in Europe for some of these games? I haven't seen a video of that. Oh. No, if you want to stay warm, Doug, you uh, you you, you protect your neck. Wu-Tang Clan. Your neck? Yeah, you uh, you wear a scarf maybe, or you zip that coat. You lose a, a lot of heat in the neck area. If you can protect your neck yeah. and your ears. I don't know about you, but my ears get really cold. Yeah. I hate that feeling. Me too. Yeah. 
Uh, Doug, stop complaining about the weather. They have scarves for a reason. That's from this. this oh same my guy. God, those really are deco like decorative scarves. Those aren't actually scarves that warm your body. Well, I suppose they could, couldn't they? You wrap around your neck a few times. Well, that radiating, heated, pink jersey probably would help more than oh. the scarf. You think? Oh, that thing's fire. Uh, Plowsy, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's called a retractable roof, Doug, and we don't have to wait 100 years. The technology is here now. It's from Plowsy's dog guy. God, they're like 200 million, though. It, it's amazing how expensive just adding a roof to an open-air stadium is. I don't like retractable roofs. I'm going to come out and oh, say I love, I, I love them. I love them. I don't like them. I wish Bush Stadium had it. Never have to sit through a 100-degree day there, or rain delay. The game's always going to start on time. I love it. I'd love it. I think all the retractable roof stadiums are really ugly. Like think of like what like when you think of the best stadiums in baseball, I think Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, Dodger Stadium, Yankee Stadium. When the weather's nice, you're not thinking that when it's raining. Sure. Oh, you got to yeah, put yeah. the trop in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I think of the the ugliest stadiums, I think of like the Diamondbacks, I think of the trop, I think of Miami, all those outside They're comfortable the trop. though. The one in Seattle's nice. It's got a retractable roof. Yeah, but it's got that giant thing on the side of it where the retractable roof is housed, and it looks ridiculous. I, I don't care if it's raining out there, if it's cold, and I'm I'm comfortable. I don't really care what it looks like. If you've been in the bleachers right field at like a noon or 2 o'clock game at, uh, in the summer of July, it, you yeah. can't even actually sit there because you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're not alive. Mm -hmm. You have like the heat from this—you can't sit down— you can't avoid the sun. It, it's absolutely miserable. I have sat on a seat at Bush Stadium right in the middle of the sun when it was like 98 degrees, and it was I was wearing shorts, and it hurt my skin. No. Like the, the skin on my legs actually started to hurt because it was so hot. Like I those know. metal rivets got really hot. See, I can do without that. I don't care if there's a roof sliding around I, up there. Yeah, and I think the worst part of all that is like you're sitting in that sun and you're watching a four-hour baseball game too. Yeah. Like, that's tough. Uh, Jackson just named all old stadiums except for the Yankees from Brad and Boca. Well, I'll, I'll go. Is that, it's Oracle Park where the Giants play, another beautiful stadium, relatively new. Um, I, I think a lot of people think what's the uh, PNC Park where the Pirates play, open air. Really beautiful. And what they did to that Ranger Stadium. Yeah, but, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. It, it looks, to make like, it a, look it looks like, like a, a warehouse. Yeah. But it's, it's like a so hot there that people won't go. It's so darn hot in Dallas in the summer, people won't go because of that. The Rangers literally, it looks like a Burlington co like <laughs> warehouse. Like <laughs> it's like a two or three tiered, like just shopping center. But those California stadiums are in. Areas where the weather's so nice, San Diego, L.A. They they don't need a they don't need a Atlanta Stadium sick. The new Minnesota Vikings Stadium is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, so like US those are two stadiums that are recently. I don't know if they are either one of them retractable roofs. Have Retract no idea about that. Uh, I think Minnesota. Minnesota is, but looks, it's got like a glass yeah. ceiling, so it's kind of like that. I like uh, retractable roof football stadiums. I actually do think look good, like way better than a dome. I still think open air is the way to go. God, Minnesota's looks so yeah, freaking but that, cool. But that's man. enclosed. It's got a glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, but like Jerry World has a retractable roof. Oh, that's too gaudy. It's just too, and it doesn't even look good on the outside. Well, do, inside, uh, pretty cool. Here, I'll ask you, Plowlock, if the Packers were to 
renovate Lambo, would you want a retractable roof at Lambo? No, and they did recently renovate it within the last 15 years, and I don't even know if retractable roof was even on the docket. They'll never do that because of, like, yeah. the snow. They love the snow That's game, their the tradition. It gives them an advantage. Right, exactly. It's almost a competitive Did advantage. you know fans for free go there before the game and shovel the entire stadium yeah. inside yeah. and out, mm-hmm. and all they get is free coffee and donut, but being inside the stadium, they do it all for free? How amazing is that? It's owned by the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Packers organization is. I have my buddy, my, Herb, my, my boy Herb. Oh, yeah. I talk, yeah, I talked to Herb. Big yeah. Milwaukee. Uh, he's a Milwaukee Bucks fan and a huge Packer fan. And uh, he is, you know, the .0001% owner of the Packers. Yeah, yeah it's you a know? cool concept that they have. It, it's meaningless because I have one, right, too. exactly. But, like in the grand scheme of things. But it is fun to know that they wouldn't have yeah. any of that added ever. Right. What they did to that new stadium is amazing. A uh, good way to stay warm for the dogs game is cargo pants and the pockets stuffed with piping hot tater tots, Ooh. hush puppies, and sausage gravy. That's really Not a bad cool. idea. Could you imagine walking around with a pocket full of sausage gravy? God, it'd be so warm, though. Like, your legs would be warm. And it's not in any kind of pouch or packet. It's just loose in your pocket. You've got lint floating to the top. When your hands get cold, you just dip it in the gravy? Can you imagine getting done, going to the bathroom and get a little cold? So you, before you wash your hands, you just dip it in gravy. Yeah. And, and then you the can sink. lick your fingers for the flavor. Not a bad idea. I like so, actually, I like just the, the visual of that, of you pulling out a hush puppy out of one pocket, <laughs> opening another, hammering it down in there, mm-hmm. submerging the hush puppy in the pocket gravy and then oh. eating it. Um, the Benz Dome in Atlanta has a retractable roof that opens in a circle, and from the sky, it looks like a beehole named Linda. That's from Alan oh. Dayville, looking forward to another seven-win Georgia season. You can, you can make beautiful retractable roof stadiums. It just requires some... Smart architecture. You can do it. I don't mean to call attention, but what was that noise? Because it almost... Oh, made, it pulling all, it up all, the 9 o'clock hour song. Gotcha. It almost made me fall out of my chair. Well, it is, of course, an Acura. God love them. They are amazing. Go to Munganess if you're looking for an Acura. Sure. But it, it was an ad for Acura. That's why it sounded so cool. It, 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 it almost nice. jolted me out of my seat. I it's almost Jason fell Barrett. out of my seat. <laughs> Uh, if people want to go up on YouTube, youtube.com slash TMASTL, and back it up a little, you'll see a moment where I almost exploded out of my chair. Mm, uh, playing baseball in the dome is like trying to swim in five feet of snow. It's sacrilegious. That's from the 636. No, but also this is these are the same people that complain about rainouts and... I, I think I it just works. Rainouts. I, there's, rainouts are stupid. They're dumb. It's annoying. It ruins the entire schedule. It does. You get to playoff time, and you talk about that one game you had to reschedule when you had to play a doubleheader, and that's like yeah. the cost of the playoffs. No, don't rain out any game. My God, in 2023, figure out a well, way. Well, what if the rain's not going to stop? Dude, have you seen soccer? Every, and all the other oh, sports. I thought you were talking about baseball. You're no, I'm saying soccer. just in general, other sports play in soaking rain. You can't play baseball down. in a driving rainstorm. They race F1 race cars in pouring rain, going like 200 miles an hour. You're telling me a baseball player can't line up with a glove know. and wait for a ground ball? They stop NASCAR races when it's raining. Baseball players are divas, bro. <laughs> you can't play, you can't play <laughs> baseball. And, and, and my bat's wet. I can't use all the pine tar to make my... like a stop. What kind of game are you going to have if it's driving rain and wind and lightning and everything? Ball. You, you can't, can't even grip, can't you can't play? Get grip the baseball. Well, that's their fault. Get bigger hands, I guess. Oh, I guess for heaven's sake. Put, put your big boys in who aren't wearing you know, diapers and get them in there. Baseball players are babies, man. 
babies. Well, the sport is so much different. You you could play football or soccer in, in rougher weather than you can baseball. Right. And also, baseball, they play 162 games compared to 17 in well, football. So. I don't think they should be playing anywhere close to that many games. 102 would be perfect. Knock a 60 Just piece off of that. How'd you come up with 102? Yeah, it's kind of a weird number. Knock a 60 piece, which knocks about two months off the season, is my point. Give them even more. Just... Knocks just, a lot of money off what you make. Just end right, it in August and be done. We're literally playing baseball in November. We're playing baseball now in November. Yeah. It's dumb as hell. It is 20 degrees where 90% of your games are played in 80, 90, 100 degree weather. It's ridiculous. But won't it warm you up to see Paul DeYoung hitting third with Lars Newtbar right behind him in November? Well, well didn't did, Paul DeYoung... Uh, he's hurt now. Didn't Goldschmidt hit like 110 <laughs> in he, November? He struggled in the cold. Well, they didn't play in November last season. Well, they didn't last year, yeah. I just I can't believe their Mr. October is ruined now. That whole mystique, because it isn't Mr. October, because you actually just played in the DS. <laughs> you still got two rounds to go. Yeah. Like, playing in November of baseball is ridiculous. Well, that's kind of rare. Maybe if the World Series runs long, you might You're talking about November. pouring down rain. Baseball is just as hard when it's 10 degrees. Yeah, you can't. They'll call those games off too. No, I mean they just play them, and it's not a one nothing. Whether they don't, one nothing game. That's all you see in the playoffs now. <laughs> just pitchers duels. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, they play 162 games in 180 days. Hardly divas. That's from Stan the Caddy. I mean, what kind of effort? Uh, no offense, baseball players are athletic, but well, sure they are. Like if you're looking at a like a right fielder. Or left, like they're they're kind of just standing for a while. You know, they may make routine plays. Well, but. just because they don't crash into each other like football or hockey players doesn't mean that they're wimps and divas. You don't get to that level. They, they have, are standing up there facing baseballs coming at their head at ninety-eight miles an hour. They have a resting heart rate for like ninety percent of the game. That's kind like, of that's kind of like the what, tough what, part what's of it. what's what's kind of tough is is that you always have to be paying attention. You always have to be ready. To oh, stand, man. It's yeah. static movement. You have to be ready. 162 to games go. to keep your eyes open, man. <laughs> grind. That's a grinder. It's not as physically grinding. Grind, physically telling as a, a lot of other sports. No, but nobody claims it is, but they're still tough guys. You, you have don't some make guys it that, that don't play being, for a week. Well, they get hurt. No, I'm talking like that pitcher just don't play for like five or six days. Yeah. It's because throwing a baseball Those guys that are champions? Well, sure, some of them are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, I mean, I like our club, and I, and I think baseball's fun, but I don't know if I would consider them, like, hardcore athletes. Did Plowboy go to Harvard or Yale? It's from TJ, I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop. Western. Well, if you threw— The Yale of the Midwest. If you threw 90 pitches at maximum effort on your okay. arm, you don't think you'd need a few days off to recover from that? I get it. And pitchers are the ones that are actually—and catchers, since they're kneeling and they have full equipment. I'm talking—there's a couple plays where, you know, the short stop diving on the ground. But for the most part, you're playing a game making $10 million a year, and you have a resting heart rate for 80%, 90% of the game. Not a lot of guys make it. I mean, a smaller percentage. Yeah, but you're probably right on the salary. It's the nature of the sport. If you don't like the sport, that's one thing. But to say the people that excel at it are are wimps because they're playing baseball, that's not accurate. Oh, I just think not being, not wanting to play in the rain or not. I think they should play in all weather. Sports (laughs) should never be canceled. Guys, I really like the portion of the show where the worst athlete on the day is talking about how professional athletes aren't really athletes. It's great. That's from the three one four. Worst athlete on the day is ran seven minute mile. Seven minute mile. Bro. Right. Seven I'll minute mile. You. 
seven-minute so. mile, 28 on Sean Livingston. Can't underestimate That was things. also 20 years ago. Doesn't um, matter. So you'd do it again if he, if he showed up today. <laughs> yeah. No, Screw I, your four championships. I run the board. I would, mm-hmm. I would hug Sean Livingston if he was here. One of my favorites. Would he time. remember you as a guy that torched Hell no, dude. But he what had, he d- had him on a dartboard growing up yeah, after what, that What game. he done for the community of Peoria, man, he kills it. I love him. He's yeah, great. he's an executive with the, uh, the Warriors. That's why I think that's how he got his fourth championship. Yep. Love the guy. Peoria legend. Oh. Yeah, he is. Is is uh, Andre Iguodala from Peoria or Springfield? Nah, Springfield. Springfield. He played for okay. Springfield Napier. I think is one of the uh, private schools out there. Are you a Canton legend? When you go back there, do they roll out the red carpet for nah, you? No, they ha- can't hate people that leave. Oh, so, they do. Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of those little towns where if you leave and are more successful, you're an ass. So because you're too good for Canton. Yeah, too. I, I'm too good. I'm too cool. I don't visit enough, and it's that it's. I never go to Canton now. Now that my parents are out, like I have no reason. Yeah. I have nowhere to stay either. Some of your old friends resent you for leaving. <laughs> no, none of my boys. What's up, city boy? Anybody who resents me for leaving is definitely not a friend of mine. I, <laughs> oh. I, I have zero care. I, I cut a lot of people off, but. No, my boys. Main dog, great. He lives in Collinsville. Oh, he does. Reefer, I play video games with him almost on a daily basis. D Dub, Rickinaw, Dever, talk to them on a daily. I like Rickinaw. I like the name (laughs) Rickinaw. What's that mean? That's his last name. Rickinaw is his last name? Yeah, Kyle Rickinaw. Sounds like Rickshaw. How do you spell that? R I K E N A. I never heard a name like that before. Yeah. Maybe we can get him on. His dad is like 6'7, like 290, 300. Dude's a stud. Was a swimmer. Yeah. Oh wow! That with those dimensions. Well, no, his dad was Kyle was oh, a swimmer, gotcha. but Rick our also our boy was a great swimmer a year ahead of us, and he got a full ride to Northwestern to swim. Really? Yeah, he's a big wig somewhere in Chicago. Yeah. So can breeds athletes? Oh, I would say it does. Yeah. Hey, fellas, maybe it's the subterranean expectations I had for today's show, but hey, it's not terrible. Good stuff, guys. That's from Arbor Day. I think that's nice. Huh. I think I was a little worried. How the show, because we well, don't the talk. The show's horrible under any circumstances. It doesn't matter who's here, who's not here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a, a big accomplishment that we could sit here and gab for three hours. No. Vamp around. Uh, but you know what is an accomplishment? What? Working with design air. Because if oh, you establish really? that you have a problem before it becomes a problem, well, then that, you're key. in such yeah. a, a great shape. Yeah. Plabot, can I figure out a little bit about design air? Word up. Design air heating and cooling is the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After, and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And it is real easy for me to tell you about Design Air Heating and Cooling because they are online at designairservice.com. And I, along with Doug Vaughn, am a client of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and they have done wonders for both of our homes. And anytime we have had an issue or you have an issue, all you have to do is go to designairservice.com and a little chat bubble will pop up and one of their service techs will be online chatting with you immediately. Their emergency service is so good. So if you run into a problem with your furnace and it's going to be cold, make sure that you work with Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. It's the great Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Now, can I, I, I will apologize. I'm a little banty. The Illinois, this Illinois loss, I don't know what it's doing. It's doing it it, it hurts you. way more than what it did last year. Uh, and I, I guess maybe because the expectations going into like August and September season's very long, 
you know, obviously with the transfer and the recruiting, it yeah. feels like it's a 24-7, 365 season. Well, in non-conference, Just, you beat UCLA and Texas. Yeah, that start with that. That's what makes it even worse. Is right. like I watched the team at its peak when they're all clicking, mm-hmm. and that's a Final Four, Elite Eight style team. And what I saw the last two months and yesterday. I don't know why. Usually I get over these. Usually I don't care. I'm similar to you, Doug, to where I just aged out of the real emotion. At least yeah. so I thought, but it's killing me, man. Really? I hate Come that on, it, get over this. Pull hate, yourself up by the bootstraps. I hate that they're like, Jackson, you can understand, there's like 45 other teams and fans with like rooting interest and investment, and that kind of pisses me off even more. I right. love that Missouri has a chance to go to the Sweet 16. At the same time, I hate it so much. Right. No. I, I <laughs> because that could be my team. Misery makes you spiteful. Yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> do you think the turning point in the uh, season was the bragging rights game? Yeah. Oh, Missouri absolutely should cheer Suck even the more heart so. right out of them. They Watch should, them. even if they don't get to the Sweet 16, what they did to their rival in terms of absolutely, they, they created a junior college atmosphere oh. right after that game. I will, it, I will say, uh, being at that game, watching... Illini fans funnel out at like the beginning of the second half was pure ecstasy. Well, that's still the best tweet I think was Gabe or was it Dave Matter? And it, it was on the fan page a couple days ago. Just kind of revert back. It's Illinois scores cuts it to thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were up thirty-five one point. Yeah. It was conceivable that Mizzou might forty ball the number eighteen. It was team probably the that. best game Mizzou played all year. One hundred percent. It might have yeah. been the yeah. worst. Illinois played all year, and I've, I watched some bad games that they played this year. Couple against Penn State, who's actually really good. I thought yesterday's game was just a disaster in shooter shooting percentage. But what against Mizzou, they could do nothing. And, and, and everything Mizzou jump. did worked. Mizzou was hitting shots from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was just a time. Like sometimes in basketball, you get game. your ass kicked. Like yeah. there's now Mizzou got their ass kicked by Auburn. Mizzou got their ass kicked by Kansas. Yeah. They got their ass kicked by Alabama the first time around. Sometimes in basketball. It doesn't matter who you are or who you're playing. Sometimes you simply get your ass kicked. And I think people are too hard on maybe because they're in like a college football mindset where every game matters. But in the end of it, it's a the the a game is just a chapter of the book. Like the whole book isn't written until the last yeah. game. Yeah. So you can't judge a team on one game. You can't chastise a team for one game. We get, I did get this here in the uh, – Contact uh, you can where you can contact us through the TMA STL app. Feel free to do so. You can address the entire dais or each individual. And someone reached out to me and said, "Hey, brother, just started streaming. I'm in Colorado this morning. I'm sure you already touched on this, but I bet the under on four heavy favorites and hit them all. You're the man. Grab a cold one on me. I'll send you a Venmo. That's from uh, I'll do just do initials PG because I don't know if he wants his name, but PG." sent that to me. Thank you. I actually said to bet the under on the 16 and one seed games, and all of those went way over. So if you followed that, I apologize, but if you kind of took my advice and and twisted it a little bit and just bet the under on some heavy favorites, then you did get paid. So shout out to that guy. And this guy's going to buy you a beer. That's nice. I don't need it. You know, I do these things for free. I gave actually bad advice. Well, results-oriented. That's a results-oriented uh, opinion on it, but I I, I, I stick by the the process. But um, but VCU today, VCU as they take on uh, uh, Saint Mary's, Saint Mary's. Uh, I would take the Rams of uh, Virginia Commonwealth. No, oh, I, yeah, I would. Too. I do have a question. I guess if for both, more so Jackson's. I dug. I sure at your stage at your fandom. I don't know if you no. It, you'll understand once. <laughs> would you ever be interested in going to Vegas Sportsbook for March Madness? thousand percent. Okay. If Missouri wasn't in it. 
Like, I, I think I think I'm with you on that too. Missouri like, wasn't in it because I want to watch games by myself, right. listening to the commentary. Literally hate watching games at bars. I just want to be focused, you know. But like, have if, you ever been to March Madness in Vegas? No, or ever I, wanted I, to. At any point in my life, I would not have okay. wanted to do that. I'm just, I'm not a gambler. Right. It just <laughs> seems like throwing money. It's burning money. So I, I, I won't do it. Last time I went to Vegas, I gambled a total of twenty dollars in a slot machine. No. Yeah. So I don't think it's the gambling for me because I don't, I don't sports bet. I think it'd be fun to do. I think it puts a lot of skin in the game. I understand yeah, why people fun. do it. I would go strictly just for the atmosphere. I kind of would like to see people be demoralized from a buzzer beater that ruins one you of the bats. You want to see people have their hearts or, ripped out. Or reverse well, a buzzer beater that hits mm-hmm. to hit the over to have a guy win five or ten grand. He's buying drinks for everybody, going crazy. That I, I think I'd like the atmosphere. I probably wouldn't put any money on any games. I, I would be too afraid to I'll, do that. I'll, yeah. I'm going to call that play. I'm well, maybe, yeah. It's a, I guess I would want to so for the easy experience. to. Like, yeah. you just walk up to somebody and say, I want this team to win, and you hand them money. Like, the sports books there are insane. Yeah, it's that's, literally insane what they've done to sports right. books at every casino. It looks yeah. like another casino. Is it? <laughs> I know. It? Right. And it would just be like, if I went for the first weekend where they have, like, two or three games on at a time for eight hours straight, like, yeah, that would be as cool as it gets, but... Uh, they also do it like by the pools too, where they will have twenty the massive big, what, screens by the pool and people are just hanging out. That? I don't know. I don't. Know. I've never been to Las Vegas, so oh, uh, you you would love. Been I know. I want to go. I want to go. But that's that that like a hundred dollars to go to the pool now too at those pools. Oh, it's it's expensive. If you're staying at that at that hotel, usually the hotels have a casual pool, similar to what Jamaica had that big pool, but it also had pools on the side. Yeah. But most hotels will have cabanas and bottle service and like private areas and sometimes a strictly pay only pool like you know big lavish but they're always resorts will have you know basic family style hotels you know with the jacuzzi Mm. but now with the tvs and stuff they're making a lot of them private to where you know some cabanas are 80, 100, 150 bucks. Doug, that's when you wear your nipple rings. You show off your nipple I don't, rings. I don't have but if it's for, set. But if it's for all day and you get one bottle of champagne, there's usually a bottle included in that, and it's probably not great liquor or champagne. But if you're planning on posting up for eight or ten hours and you oh. have a designated area to sit and relax, I think that's worth it. If you're going there for one game. You couldn't get comfortable for eight to ten hours, could you, sitting on a... The cabanas have, I, I th- th- those are way more than a chase lounge. Some of those are really quite fancy. Like, yeah, problem with the term chaise lounge. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't like, like the, it actually. I don't like the way it's spelled. <laughs> I don't like the sound of it. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm with you on the chaise lounge. Is yeah, it chaise? It's like chaise. Or chaise? It's like C H A I S E or some craziness. I'm already over that name. Yeah, I'm so bitter about it. Yeah. Well, we're not bitter about this presentation. This three man weave is firing on all cylinders. <laughs> Get involved whenever you would like. 314 tma 5 Call in 636-904-TMA. Comment on the YouTube stream, youtube.com slash TMASTL. Or just send us a message directly through the TMASTL app. We're going to close out this appliance discounters. Killed 8 o'clock it. hour. Uh, we're going to move on to the Nine o'clock hour here. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after broadcasting live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.